Hi guys, welcome to another episode of The Black Umbrella. Happy TVU Thursday. Yes, happy TVU Thursday. How are we doing today, huh? I'm doing good. Okay, Nika? I'm doing all right. All right, good, all right. I'm doing okay as well. A little stressed, but you know, that's expected with a pandemic (laughs) and a job and life going on. I can't complain though, you know, blessed. Um, so yeah, I guess we can just kick this episode off and get it into high gear. Nika, what's the word of the day today? The word of the day is eclectic. Eclectic. Mm-hmm. It's an adjective. It's spelled E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C, and it means Selecting what seems best of various styles or ideas. So basically, like, different. Okay. Eclectic. Um, <laughs> I have yeah. a sentence. You got a sentence? My okay. art yeah. teacher in high school had a very eclectic... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> had a very eclectic personality, needless to say. She was also low-key, low-ball crazy, but, you know. Mm. High Hi. ball crazy. Highly crazy. <laughs> High key yes. highball crazy. It's just ridiculous. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was insane. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's my eclectic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say a lot of people viewed Prince's style as eclectic. Okay, yes. Um, there are people that have an eclectic taste in music. Yes. I consider Frenchie to be one of those people. I also consider really? you to be one of those people. Both of <laughs> you guys are having pretty eclectic taste in music. I kind of stay in my lane with like oh, the I R&B know. and whatnot, but you guys have like a very, you know, broad spectrum of musical taste. And it really is nice because you guys put me on the stuff. So I appreciate it. Because if it's not on B, wow. 10 times out of 10, I probably haven't heard it. And you guys listen yeah, to, like, it all. I mean, granted, not to say that I'm totally out the loop with music, but that's my, that's my, you know, that's my pocket. And I pretty much dance in it, especially now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that was it. Frenchie, you want to take it away? Yes. Let's go on to For the Birds this week. Twitter. (laughs) Deep sigh. Twitter. Deep sigh. We're going to start it off with what the hell are y'all out here doing? What they doing? (laughs) Hmm? The hell are y'all out here doing? It's actually disgusting. It's actually disgusting. You know, over, over the past, you know, recent years, people have gotten this, you know, real fascination with hen with Hennessy infused things, Henny sauces, Henny wings. Henny 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 strawberry, what is it called? Henny thing. Uh Henny thing. Yes. Henny thing. (laughs) And um someone who has a restaurant or a food service or whatever of some kind was like, oh you know Come, come get some food with me. You know we got some, some Hennessy 
some Hennessy wings and fries, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm watching the video, and it started off, and I, like they just had like a bottle of Hennessy, and I was like, oh no, oh no. But then you know they started kind of showing you the food, and then like they started putting the sauce on top of it, like a um, what do they call it? Yeah, mambo it sauce? seemed like mumbo sauce. I thought it was barbecue sauce, but then I yeah, said, no, nah, that's sauce. not barbecue. That's like mumbo sauce. Yeah. So like they put the mumbo sauce, like they were putting the mumbo sauce. On. I'm like, oh okay, I see. They mean like, okay, the Hennessy is in is in the sauce. Okay, that's fine. You know. Mm-hmm. And I was very relieved. And then, very quickly, my relief turned into like complete horror because then they did indeed pick up that Hennessy bottle and just started pouring it all over the chicken so and the fries, like pour, I mean, mm-hmm. dunking it. It was drowning in it. Ugh. It just didn't make sense because I was like, okay, because the, the thing is, they already put a lot of sauce on that bitch, right? And then it was the chicken on top of the fries, and then you're adding the henny, and it's like you're drenching. It just like a shower, like a rain shower of henny. This is just plain liquor. That's not how that works. You're supposed to put it in with the sauce or, like, you know, in with whatever you're battering stuff up with or whatever. You don't just pour the liquor onto the food. Like, who who raised y'all? Savages. But the thing is, people actually are like, oh, yeah, that looks so good. What the fuck? No, it don't. Because they're crazy. People think that they're supposed to like Hennessy things. I'm assuming. I mean, I'm not assuming. Well, I guess I am assuming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I am, but I am. But I am. Yeah, technically I am. Um, yeah, just do better. Please. Please do, because, because it really isn't... That's me that does not need to be in the not. world. And it's, and it's uh-huh. just not... You know, don't disrespect the food like that. Like, you know, take time to really... Enjoy the flavor. I mean, what does the alcohol do but kill that shit? Like, ugh, ugh. okay. Y'all know what it's like when you take a shot and you you do like that little shudder and your face kind of mm-hmm, mm, right scrunches up a little bit. That's what you just did to your food. Every bite it's of your food, like you can be like. Ooh. And my <laughs> thing is, whenever I was first looking at the video, I thought they just had put a little dab of Hennessy into the barbecue or the mumbo sauce. I said, okay. So they put like a little cap full of Hennessy into the barbecue. You know, whatever. Uh-huh. You know, I was like, you know what? Not, I'm not disrespected by it. But then they opened the bottle and just started pouring it and drenching it. And I was like, nah, this is not it. This is not it. I thought they just had it there like as a prop to be like, oh yeah, there's Henny in the sauce. You know, how there's just a picture of something just there to be like, oh, these is this is the ingredients of the food, and then they opened it, and I was like, okay, well, those were all bamboozled. <laughs> Indeed, we were. Okay, so next topic. So Disney World is opening back up, as shut we up, know. The up. NBA is. Shut <laughs> up. I don't hear. I really don't want to hear it. You with open arms. And open viruses. They're they're open, okay. At first, 
you know, we all thought it was going to be, oh, you know, the NBA players go down there in the little bubble or whatever, and they're going to restart the season or, you know, resume the season out there. And, okay, cool, whatever. Figure that out. But then the fact that they're like, oh, we're just going to open up Disney World, period. We're just going to open it. It's open. Right. No, like, oh. And at an amusement park, you know, that's like one of those places where you can't really, like, limit how many people are coming in. I would assume. Mm. You know what I mean? Just because there's so, like, so much foot traffic happens and people are constantly moving. So it's like how, you know, like, they're either on a ride or walking or eating or so. So it's like there's always space for more people to come in. And even if there is a limit, I mean, there's still hundreds and, you know, thousands of people that are going to be able to come mm-hmm. in yeah. still. So, already, that's stupid. You know, Florida, that's it. That's what they but like they to run, do. They're, you know, they're, just, um, they're just being them. <laughs> they're just being them. And so, they were like, you know what? We need to we need to bring in, you know, some um, some some restrictions. You know, because this COVID is really spreading like crazy right now. And so we need to, you know, curb this while still letting people come enjoy the park. So, okay, what can we do? Don't let people come enjoy the park. That's how, that's what you can do. Of course. That's how you stop. There. Exactly. But was that their solution? No. (laughs) Their solution was, okay, y'all can come and everything, but... When you're eating and drinking, just make sure you're like sitting down. I'd be like, what? So, like, you better. just can't walk while eating or drinking. So, you have to be like standing still or like sitting down. I just, what, how does that, how does, <laughs> I want someone on this, on this, on this to make it make sense. If you guys can, then I'll just mm-hmm. be able to, you know, hop right on the bandwagon, but I just want someone to make it make sense. Can you guys? Mm. Yes, yes, okay, cool, cool. I can. Oh, let's hear it. It makes sense for natural selection. Uh-huh. That's what that it makes sense. That is right. That means See? my niggas, stay home. <gasps> stay home. <laughs> I mean, stay for the real. Fuck home. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Stay home, man. It's not worth it. And plus, also, all of the rides aren't even open. On top of that, so I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I really don't it's get it. Internet, Mickey Mouse, and Donald Duck all day. Right. Just very strange. I don't know. Speaking of um, <laughs> strange things. Um, this next topic, apparent, well, not apparently, at least I hope this ain't no apparently. Hope this was just the one instance that I seen mm-hmm. while scrolling through Twitter. But, um, are men proposing to women and like throwing their ass? Um, out? you know, select men, I'm guessing. I can't say, mm. I can no longer say no man because, I mean, there's a footage, but, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> But select me, and I guess you know mm. that's their forte. Mm. Mm. Yes, because in this video, there is a couple. There's a, it's a black man and a white woman, and 
is just me creating the optics for y'all. You know, they're out at what seems to be like a bar or something like that. Because there's like loud music playing and it's clearly like a like a good little amount of, of uh, people at this space that they're at. And then um, it's pouring raining. Like it's raining oh, yes. hard. And he's down on one knee, you know, and then I forget what song came on. But then he starts, oh, you know, popping that, giving the giving the one leg, the, the, the one leg shake twerk. That's what he's popping. He's popping <laughs> that, that Bucci. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what he was popping. And then the people started, oh, you know, cheering him on. And then he proceeds to then turn his back towards the crowd, get down on his hands and mm. knees. And start really pop, 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 pop that thing. Hey, I'm going to show you how to make it. <laughs> I'm going to show you how to make it. Oh. Oh. Says he needs you. Oh. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm right. on, I, won't, I won't carry it on. I was going to carry it. You guys okay. know me. I was going to okay. carry it. I chose not to. Mm. Mariah. Mm. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. how you're feeling. That's how you're feeling today. Yes. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. That's all in the middle of my segment, I have to have hush. you seen that movie Hush? You know what? I'm going off topic. I'm going all the way off. You know what? <laughs> yes, it's your segment. Take it away, sweetheart. Come on, Frenchie. Mm. Mm. Well, yes, that's what this man was doing in this video. He was popping it. He was really on his hands and knees. I mean, he was clapping, you know, clapping his 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 uh his heels together and everything whole front of his front and back of his jeans was all wet and she still put that ring on her finger and was like oh god and gave him kisses and stuff and the video was over and i was like no. i wanted to put a video up after that one like in the comments and was like uh-uh we ain't never did that before what makes you think we don't do that <laughs> <laughs> that video that girl on like that sitting at that desk like what you mean like we ain't never did that before that's some mm-hmm. new shit where you learn that from because what is that? If a if ah, if a man ever decided like he wanted to ask me to marry him, he gets down on one knee to propose to me, pulls out the ring, and starts like really shaking it and popping it mm-hmm. like that, and then still get returns back to back to one knee. Here you go. No. Number f- number one. Hopefully, the man that I'm with would just know better. I would hope so. He will. He would. I would, I would he just would, really he would hope never. so. He would have to. Of all the men and that number I've seen two. You, okay. Well. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Whatever point you're about to make, let's hear all it. All the men I let's hear it. It makes you sound like someone who dates a lot of men, and I don't want the listeners to get. The wrong idea okay that's not what i'm trying to say oh. here eh. so i'm trying to say here but all the men i've seen you with i know that not one of them would be popping that bucci no they thank would not. you no they would not they would just know better and it's not even like a oh even if you said like, oh he was just drunk I, you should never be that drunk honey ever never never no. Never, ever. 
And then number three, I wouldn't have even still been there for him to return back to the one knee to try to give me the ring because once he did the one the one leg, like the one leg propped uh-huh. up, shake, I would have walked away. You would. He would never seen me again. Oh, I'm sure. Ever. And the thing is, if we it. were there, block. I don't even block people. If we were there, though, like you under these are these are situations in proposals where you have to rely <laughs> on your people to have your back. You know, your tribe. Mm-hmm. Like if homie came to us, Nika and Wes, and was like, "I got this going. I got this proposal going." We'd be like, "Yeah, okay, for sure. We gonna be there." The moment that we saw one foot, even. Even tried to attempt to lift off the ground, best believe we would have stepped in and held that motherfucker down. <laughs> like I, 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 think, I, I think you're trying. To, I think you're trying to do more than you should be doing. So let's do a check in real quick. Let's just a breathe. I don't care. Like you know, it it may it may mess up the moment a little bit, but trust me, we're saving the moment. <laughs> like because what? Uh-huh. Because what? And I expect all of y'all to do the same. Please. Of course. But I feel like my of friends course. know that I want to be the one who proposes to people because I don't want to be let down. Yeah. That I've said it multiple know. times. I feel like, you know, niggas yeah. have, have... We'll just go ahead and let them know. Don't even... Because niggas just have the ability to let that ass down. Let, and I just, I just mm. know that I'm going to deliver. I know me. I can trust my... People be having high expectations. Right. I mean, or, yeah, high expectations with you. They be like, ooh, one day, oh, he's my husband. And I'm like, what? And you be like, oh, what was your Whoa, name again? Hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk. We're, we need to car up. Back to car up. <laughs> no, yeah. If I want, like, but I thought right. if I want to marry you, I want to propose to you. I, I like things done in a specific way. And if you're going to propose to me, it needs to be done. <laughs> it don't got to be high class. It ain't got to be... You know, any kind of extra skywriting or shit, but like it needs to be thoughtful. And I just feel like we've talked about this before on the show. Like I just can't do a sit down dinner. I love you. Here's a ring, because it. I don't. I don't want to sound cliche, but I'm just that's that that don't that don't do it for me. You know, after being with you mm-hmm. for years on end, I'm gonna need you to deliver me more than a fancy place and a ring. I need mm-hmm. something where effort was put in. I want there to be have been at least a week of planning you know at, at least and that's me asking for at least okay just in the delivery of the proposal it's very important it's a special moment it only happens once so please don't let it be at a dinner table because we can have we're gonna sit at plenty more dinner tables and all i'm gonna think about is wow once we went to dinner <laughs> once we went to dinner and you proposed that was it like, you know it's like it's, it's it can be recreated like you know i want something that's like ugh. It's timeless. It could never, like, no one could ever, ah, you know, just something nice. Timeless. <laughs> I'm just saying. I went on a little rant. My bad. <laughs> you felt that. Take in your, your heart. segment away from me. Snatch it. Snatch it. Well, last topic on this segment is, you know, Kanye 2020. Kanye 2020, child, this campaign, this sham, this ramshackle. Ramshackle, wow. That that is a word of the day right there, ramshackle. Ramshackle, yes. 
just this travesty of um a so-called presidential campaign that's going on right now is literally like it's like American horror story but like in real mm-hmm. life you know where it kind of starts off and you're like something's not right here but I'm not sure what it is yet you know and then you figure out what that thing is but you're like oh okay I figured out what it is but it hasn't really like hurt me or like it hasn't really done anything to me yet but then it starts like attacking the hell out of you and like eating your kids and and impregnating you in your sleep and and all these things I just don't know where that came from (laughs) I'm saying that that's how like weird this is it's like it's like a it's like season one and season two of American Horror Story where it's like you thought it was all good or like you kind of knew something wasn't really right but then things like really 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 weren't right like really Mm. fast (laughs) (laughs) Things went left very, very fast. So over this um this week, um Kanye was down in Charleston and he held his first uh presidential rally. And he came out, I think there were like uh somewhere around like a little over two hundred people there at the rally. Um he came out. He had on like his in his head was shaved twenty twenty on his head, and then he had on like this security vest, mm-hmm. like bulletproof vest kind of thing. Um, and then you know he starts talking. It kind of started off kind of weird, like I said, like mm, something right here. Um, there was like no podium, there was no microphone. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so he kind of had to, you know, like really yell, yell out to the people. He had no like real stances on anything. He didn't really talk about his mm-hmm. plans for Sounds anything, what he wanted to do. Just it was just a big old rant, just a big crazy rant. And he was, you know, telling people in the audience like, "Oh, if you have a question, like raise your hand, and like I'll let you come up, and like you can ask your question." Or, or you know, just like speak whatever you want to say on like uh, on whatever topic you want to discuss or whatever. Blah 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 blah. So the people started getting up there, and like you know, they would say like a little part of what they. Oh, you know, I think we should defend the police, and you know, our education systems are really messed up. Blah blah blah. And he'll say like, "Oh, can I can I talk about that real quick?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure," you know. Mm-hmm. And then he'll just turn it into you know. When I first went to Adidas for my deal, because you know I have an I have a deal right, 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 and right. Gap also, and I was telling out, you know, we need diversity, and so if I'm not on the board for Gap and um, Adidas by the end of the day or like by tomorrow or something like that then like then I'm gonna leave those companies and blah 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 blah. um he started to cry when they started uh talking about like uh, Planned Parenthood and stuff like that because he's previously made statements about how it's like like the sin on America or something like that 
um, like the services that they provide. You know, he's talking about abortions. And so someone at the rally had brought that up. Like, hey, you said this about abortions. Like, can you clarify your statements? Like, what did you mean? Da, 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 da. And so then he kind of goes on this rant and starts crying when he starts to talk about how um, his father didn't want him and, you know, they almost aborted him, but then his mother decided to keep him. And then he started to talk about how he, when Kim had got pregnant with North, you know, like she was freaking out, like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. And he was freaking out too. And they were, you know, kind of like deciding for a couple of months, you know, like what to do. And he really did not want the child, you know, um, and then one day, like, she called him, like, hey, like, I really want to have this baby. And then he decided, like, God, like, God had came to them in that moment and was like, if you, like, like if you take away this blessing, then I'm going to, like, take all of yours away or something like that. And so he was like, and then that moment, like, I knew, like, I had to, I, I needed to, you know, to keep my child and stuff like that. So he's just like, oh, you know, that's just why I'm, I'm just totally against abortions because, you know, what if my mom would have aborted me? You know, they're like, there would be no Kanye West. Uh, and what if, like, what if Kim had aborted North, you know? Like, like, I would, like, I would never know. You know, I would never know her. And I love my daughter so much. Da, 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 da. And um, he said that um, he would give. Well, they asked him, like, okay, so are you for abortion? Are you against abortion? And he was like, well, I'm not like against abortion but i'm just saying there would be like no plan b there would just be like a plan oh, you're a again where like you would just have the kids <laughs> like and then he was just kind of like if he, and so they're like so what are you gonna do for those women that you're making have kids like you know so it's kind of like oh well you know if you if you keep your kid you know if you don't get an abortion you know, it's gonna be like like an incentive like if you keep your kid <sighs> then then you'll be like reward it with like a million dollars or something how like that. disgusting like what I if i decide to keep my child i'm gonna get a million dollars so what's gonna happen whenever say if you know i'm a woman and i've been raped by someone and now i'm pregnant i'm impregnated mm-hmm. by my rapist and now i have to keep my kid to win a million dollars i'm in a long line of other women right. like you know like what kind of shit what kind of Crazy dumbass shit is this? Exactly. Is that what you want? Like, Mm -hmm. is that what you really think? Like, you think so? You put a price tag on a child, on something, and like, you know, you have to harbor the, you know, if you are in that situation, like, you have to harbor the hate, you have to harbor the pain, you have to harbor the constant reminder, like, it doesn't end, it's traumatizing, and it really does affect you mentally, I mean, come on now, and even with his comments on his daughter North, like, imagine her whenever she grows up, and she can go back and listen to her father to say these things about her, that really does fuck some kids up, because, like, you know, that's something that you keep, like, wow, you didn't you know, want me. You keep that interpersonal <laughs> to yourself and your family. And, like, you know, if, you, you know, if, she, yeah. if she comes with you to quest, with questions about, like, you know, I we're learning about abortion in school. And then I was wondering, like, you know, have you and Mama ever dealt with that? Or have you guys ever de- dealt with the thought of it? Then that's your time to open up and say something. 
you know, if she's inquisitive right. or if she's inquire if she's inquiring about it, then that's whenever you speak to it. But it should be something that's personal to the family. You shouldn't just have right. her story out there. And now, you know, it's it's literally on newsstands. It's in the newspaper. It's in print. It's it's circulating through media. Like that is what you're yep, Kanye see. and Kim almost aborted North. It's like, like how oh. And you know how you know how these publications spend shit. Like, how can you really mm-hmm. feel confident in yourself and knowing that you provided a future for your daughter where she will now look up? I mean, your family has a slew of things <laughs> that your children will have to look up and live with um, in its lineage. But you know, as you guys are working toward greatness, so to speak, or wealth or generational wealth. Like, you stuff to harbor those pains of knowing that emotionally you guys are still very much behind. It's just, uh, it's disgusting. I literally can't stand that, ma'am. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> and it didn't stop there, because that's why I said it got worse. You know, he was arguing with people at the rally. You know, he walked off stage a couple of times, took a couple pictures, like I said, went on many, many rants and tangents, didn't answer any questions, didn't have any plan, just was up there talking, Mm -hmm. basically. And, you know, because of his behavior on stage, um, you know, everyone was pretty concerned on social media, like, yo, something is like not okay with him like he's he's not okay he's probably having like a like an episode you know mm, what i mean a manic episode like people yeah like people need to go and check on him or whatever and so um then he got on his twitter like the next day and went on a rant i mean like a full like hour and some change just tweet 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 and was kind of like Oh, you know, Kim Kim tried to send um tried to send a doctor to come to come uh you know, take me to the hospital and like lock me up and um and oh Chris and Kim, y'all need to call me right now and like posting a screenshot of him and Chris uh or of him texting Chris um saying like oh you um are you still ignoring me? Or are you going to talk to me now? And all these kinds of things. And um, and saying, like, oh, like I, like I promise, um, like, on my soul, my children will never do Playboy. Like, I'll never allow that. I'll never allow them to, you know, to, I'll never allow their mother to sell their sex tape. Kind of like how Chris did with Kim. And just, like, all these things he was tweeting out about, like, you know, their fa- like their family and, like, whatever is go- static is going on in their relationships and everything. And then today he was, like, posting some videos of some people who had came to visit him, you know, to see how he was doing, like, Dave Chappelle and some other people. And this one video was just really weird because the two men were just, like, laughing. It's a quick, like, few second video they're just laughing but you can tell that like I guess like Kanye was recording it and was just like okay go like you know like okay laugh because one of them was already laughing and the other one started like oh ha 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 it was so weird it's just weird 
I don't know what's going on. He has, uh, but you know, the whole Kanye 2020 thing, I don't think that's going to work out. He has not made it on any ballot officially except for one state, I believe. Anything else, we have to be like a write-in. But please, y'all. Okay, you're not voting for the music or the Yeezys. Please don't. If you know what's best Ooh, for what you. what happened? You know, please don't. Yeah, y'all. So, I don't know. This whole Kanye 2020 thing is just a mess. And right now, as we're recording, he's going on another Twitter rant. So, you know, if you want to see what we're talking about, go ahead and look at his Twitter page. I'm sure all the tweets will stay because he doesn't, he don't be like, deleting this week so unless chris jenner gets a hold of that bitch okay she let me tell you this chris jenner is next to god in the social media community she will get accounts and get access to anything she needs to to make sure her family's name stays sane you know well we know why now don't we okay kim jong kim i mean chris 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 jong un chris jong un (laughs) jesus anyway um so, do we have anything we're paying dust this week? Fucking technology. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why don't we just say it, you know? I'm Let's just, gonna... just say it. Let's just speak Let's just on it. Speak on it. Speak on mm. it. I'm paying dust to technology this week because whew, my 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 has tonight been a trial and tribulation, baby. Um, what am I gonna pay dust to? I I am gonna pay dust to um people who don't stick up for you when you do that for them. Okay, hold up. Pay that shit dust. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm gonna pay dust. Yep. I don't even want to get into the quiet. We won't we won't get into the details. <laughs> oh, it don't it don't gotta do with me. It's the, oh, it don't got nothing to do with me directly. Uh, That's why I didn't say much more. <laughs> listen, but you paying though, so I mean it still ain't right, no matter what you said. Uh-huh. Does anybody have any shining moments this week? I do. Right. I had like the best week. <laughs> I had the best week. You can't know. stand a chipper bitch. Oh! <laughs> you have hate in your heart. No, You're don't. an enemy of hate. No, I'm not. Nika, <laughs> Nika and I love you. Mm. Well, I love y'all too. Mm-hmm. And I had the best, I just had the best week. Like, I think last week I spoke about how, like, oh, I had all these birthdays coming up and baby showers and all sorts of kind of stuff that was happening so we ended up um well for my aunt for her baby shower we ended up not having a baby shower but we just kind of like made sure that like all of our gifts were to her by like a certain date like you know um but she got all of our gifts and she opened them up you know she opened them up and everything and it was nice and i got to see her for a second it was nice and then, um, and then shoot for my booze birthday. I had like that was the best. That was like the best day, man. It was perfect. Like we had some blue velvet cake from Milk. We like went and got some steak. We went to the beach. Like it was perfect. It was great. 
And then I ha- and then it was my sister Jonte's birthday, and we had that at my mom's house, and you guys were there, and we had games, and there was crab galore and shrimps and sausage and garlic noodles and salmon and just like oh pina coladas and everything else everything it was it was was everything like this it was a really good week like i feel like i got i had a chance to just reconnect with like everybody for a second come on we love it Mm -hmm. mine was definitely those crab legs the crab legs is your that's shiny moment? That's my shiny moment. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I was talking to Nika earlier in the car as we were going to get food. And I said, those crab legs are my shiny. Like, though they really were. I don't even understand <laughs> how Frenchie's mom is able to create and make such glorious crab legs. But. Oh, she's going to be so happy when she hears when this. When I tell you. It, I, I think I'm thinking about them. And the sad part was, like, I was looking for crab legs yesterday, and I just knew it was going to disappoint. Like, I was looking for crab legs in the area, and I was like, yo, I can't. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't even want to go somewhere because I know that I'm going to be faced with, like, it's not going to taste like yesterday. You know, like, oh, my, oh, my goodness. It just really hurts my heart. So, Yes. Those crablets are my shining moment. I mean, the whole meal in itself uh-huh. was the yams. Stop it. Get away. Get away from me. Of course. Get away from me. Get away from me. Everyone loves my mom's yams. Everything was so Nothing. good. I can't even doubt that, that food was my shining moment. So, yeah, <laughs> that's me. Yeah, I think the food was my shining moment too. The crab legs with the butter and then the garlic oh, noodles the and her garlic string beans, the scrimps. Are we yes, even talking fine. like Who that was garlic out there? noodle? Mm-hmm. The butter. Oh, the butter. The butter! Mm. Oh my goodness. It was just a really, it was a real fun time. Like, it was I'm really serious. Like, I'm really going to buy crab legs one day and just ask your mom, like, hi. <laughs> you know, I know it's a random weekend, but if I buy the crab leg, you're like, you know, <laughs> would, you, would you just cook a little for me, you know? Listen, That's I will. Hilarious. I need to, because that was so amazing. <laughs> I'm done, but you guys don't understand. Y'all will never understand until you taste it. <laughs> So I'm just not even going to let you guys try to understand. Because you can't. Mm. You can't even fathom. You can't even fathom. You really can't. <laughs> mm. Well, are we on to the Gust of Wind segment? Are we there? Have we made it? We Hello? have made are we, it. Is everybody still with us? Woo-woo. Yes. Um, we lost Nika for a second, but she is back. Back and better, okay? <laughs> and weather. Excuse me? Nothing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's time. Oh, my God. For the Gust of Wind segment. Um, I want to start off with some new music. You know what? Let me just switch the order really quick so we don't really. <laughs> oh, okay. New music. Um, Maya. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop it. Maya has a new song called Space and Time. And all I can say is you'll breathe easy. You know? <laughs> it is very not Maya sound. It's not R and B sultry, sexy. You know, it's it's none of that. No seductive, nothing. It's just fresh air, 
picket fence, farm breeze, uh, overalls, uh, mm-hmm. inspirational record. And I'm into it. I already knew you were. <laughs> I already knew you were. When you sent it to the group chat, I didn't even listen to it until today, a whole day later. I already knew that you sent it because you liked it. Not because you were trying to be like, what is this? I'm <laughs> that was my reaction. I'm into it. I said, what is going on here? I'm not ashamed. <laughs> you should not be ashamed. Maya's growth, you know? Growth. Whenever you're vegan. <sighs> you know, things change. Things really do change. And space and time changes, and sounds change, and oh Maya has got her sound to change. I'm into it. Who's Kenny wow. Chesney? Isn't he a country artist or some shit? Yes. See, yes. bam. That's what I'm getting. Maya collab with wow. Kenny Chesney. <laughs> you know? Okay. It'll do us okay. some good. Y'all don't even know. It's okay. You will. You will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Um and oh my god. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even gonna do too much. I'm just gonna do just enough. You're not? No, I'm not. I'm not. Brandy, that's right. I said that B-R-A-N-D-Y, B-R-A-N-D-Y, Brandy, came out with a new single called Rather Be. It's exclusive to Apple Music, but it should be on all streaming platforms by Friday. So that means if you're listening to this on Thursday, check in tomorrow, okay? Um, she did it as a, as a little gift to us um, if we pre-order or pre-save the album. And it's like angels <laughs> I can't even describe the sound to you I just need you to go she and sounds, check it out she sounds amazing phenomenal she sounds amazing. phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> harmonies all over the fucking place I can't keep up everything blends perfectly Victoria Monet thank you for your pen okay thank you for oh your she pen. wrote it she did oh okay <laughs> all right yes. thank you mm-hmm. for your pen Victoria Thank so, you, girl. DJ Camper, thank you for your production. Everything was flawless. Yeah. I can't even say. And it was only two minutes and 50 seconds, but the song, oh, it's good. It's a great taste of what's to come. So I'm really excited for this project, which mm-hmm. does drop on July 31st, next Friday. So be ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it drops on the same day as um, Black is King by Beyonce. So, you know, we're all mm-hmm. excited. I'm really excited for next week. Yes, uh, I'm ready. I am too. I'm ready for it all. I need to be. I need to be entrenched in new music, and I'm just. Yeah. And, and and it makes me even more excited that Brandy is that new music. But you know. Yeah, and the just... single. This is like this is a really good little like oh, a little taste of something because I will taste. say that like I really do like Brandy's music and stuff, but sometimes my issue with it is the production. I'd be like, girl, please. Please find you someone who could really produce for you because I'm like, I sometimes I'm just like, I don't, I just don't feel like her voice should be on something that sounds like this. It should be on something else. So me hearing this, I was like, this sounds really good. And I, I liked, I liked the production. It sounded really well. Her voice sounds amazing on it. I mean, you know, 
It yeah. just it fit her really, really well. Mm-hmm. Yes, we appreciate your honesty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, we appreciate your honesty. Great. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm getting hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and that's new music for this week. Um, we're gonna transition into uh something else. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nick Minaj. <laughs> what? Nicki Minaj. Nick Minaj. Uh-huh. Nicki Minaj is pregnant. She is pregnant. And folks, congratulations, girl. Congrats, Nikki. All these bitches is your sons, and maybe you might have a sons. Um, <laughs> folks have been quiet. Um, they've had quite a lot to say about her first round of maternity photos. Now, Nikki did come out with a second round that is beautiful. Not to say that the first round isn't. Mm. <laughs> Shady ass. You know, pregnancy is beautiful, but her first round of pregnancy, you know, pregnancy is beautiful. And uh, her first round of maternity photos were less than pleasing to some. Now, the barbs ate that shit up, but it was made for the barbs, you know, it was it was made for the it was really. But if you if you see the pictures, they were made for the barbs. It gave me very much Pink Friday, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thoughts. And prayers. Oh, oh. Well, that's there. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That was you know, yeah, like I said, you know, congratulations to her. I'm sure mm. she's she's very happy. But uh, yeah, like like those the first couple pictures, I was like, oh no, what is this? Not a white refrigerator, honey. No, but you know, I was just like, I just didn't like it. They just didn't feel like maternal. You know what I mean? They felt very American girl. You know? Yeah, like oh, like. Not even American girl. I don't like know I'm, I'm being a kid. Like I'm being like a character right now instead of like yeah. oh I'm, I'm about to become a mother. Like you know I guess like Candyland. That, yeah, it was it was like Candyland, Candy but not like in a motherly way. It was just like okay, tease. <laughs> okay, <laughs> tease. Like, and, like she she's just in front of a plain white background. Like tease. <laughs> she was trying to have fun with it, but I just, you know, it looked like she was on the yeah. set of a video. It looked like she was on the set of a music video filming. Something. Yeah, and she, and she very well might have been. For all we know, listen, <laughs> maybe she, maybe that's the reason. We'll, we'll never, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. congratulations, Nikki. Congratulations. I'm excited for you. I hope you have a very safe delivery, and you know, you're able to really, and get in tune with those motherly spirits. His because mom. you've you've always been in tune with them because we've all been your sons apparently for ages mm-hmm. now. You know, <laughs> you've been waiting for this day. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you're more than ready. Um next I want to bring up a topic that's really been buzzing in social media, news everywhere, Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Um Nick Cannon was recently dropped from Viacom for anti Semitic comments. Made during his podcast, Cannon's Class. Um, some people, I don't want to say some people agree with the comments, but most people are saying he didn't do much. Um, I don't understand why Viacom dropped him. Um, this is what we're talking about. 
Hashtag they have all the power. Hashtag all this other stuff. But there's been a whirlwind of news into which Nick Cannon has been placed into because of his comments from his podcast. And since making comments and getting dropped from Viacom, he has apologized. And then people kind of were coming down his neck for apologizing and saying, why would you apologize? You're a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yeah. So he just felt like he really had no place to go in which he did make comments saying, you know, that were a little troublesome, saying that I make hurtful comments and my black community is with me and then I apologize for the hurtful comments and now everybody's against me and Mm -hmm. I just don't want to be on this planet anymore you know but um since he has come to the table and brought a rabbi to his podcast called Canon's Class in which they discussed these recent affairs but first I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on what you think of the whole entire debacle going on at hand with Nick Mm. (sighs) I feel like that's really really unfortunate that he had to go through that like um you know from one end you see that you hurt like a group of people and you didn't intend to you know what I mean so then like you go and you know you apologize to that group of people and then the people who look like you and the people who were just with you are now against you because you apologize to the group of people that you hurt. And it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, like that's, that's just a very unfortunate situation to be in. I, I can totally see how that could feel like he was just in like in the corner, you know, like just kind of boxed in. Like, where do I go? What do I do? Like, my people don't want me and these people didn't want me either mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know, because I hurt them. So I tried to apologize. And then my own people were just like, oh, well, fuck you. So it's like, okay, I don't, where do I go? I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So I think that's very unfortunate. I mean, I did hear the comments. I, you know, they were, I guess people would say like they're a little extreme, I guess. Like on the more extreme side of things, because he was saying like, you know, they're savages and you know yeah. like, like like they're they're less than and things like that so that's what people were saying you know these are anti-semitic comments that he's making and um you know all those sorts of things that um i feel like it's good that he apologized i feel like that's what he should have done that's the right thing to do just to make sure you know just to make it clear that that was not what he was His intention. To do. Yeah. He was not trying to hurt that group of people. I think that was very important that he did that. I think it's good that he did that. And I think it's wrong that people were, you know, down his neck for for doing so. That's wrong. What about you, Nika? Yeah, I feel the same way that it's unfortunate that he made those comments and then he realized like that they were wrong and he apologized and then he got all this backlash when it's like I offended people, so I want to make sure that I apologize for offending them, and I didn't mean to offend them, so I'm glad that he apologized, and he's also, it seems like he's trying to educate himself more on why what he said was offensive and mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. so taking accountability is important. Yeah, that brings me to my next point on him going on this kind of apology tour in order to keep the rest of his business affairs and his jobs and whatnot, but also to educate himself on his comments and why they were hurtful. 
and um, how they hurt people and him bringing a rabbi onto his podcast show, Cannon's Class. And um, the rabbi said the core question for everybody in his community is, is he sincere? Is this real? Um, because it's really quick to go into damage control mode whenever you've said something that you full and wholeheartedly believe in. And then you said it on a public platform and now people are tearing you down for it. And now it's like, are you apologizing because you're losing jobs or are you apologizing because you actually are hurting and you actually feel bad, you know? Mm-hmm. And the rabbi was kind of like, I don't know how to feel about your apology. No one kind of knew how to feel about your apology because it seemed like you were very strong in your stance until all of a sudden people were coming down your neck and you was losing money. And now you're like, oh, let me scramble to get my apologies together and keep these jobs and keep things intact. And he was like, but sitting down and listening to Nick really trying to understand what it is that he did wrong and what he did and what he said was wrong. Mm-hmm. made the rabbi feel like, okay, like you're, you're me sitting down with you, this is genuine. So um, <clears throat> I just hope that things are able to look up for Nick. You know, I root for him. Um, he's a black man in television who really has done a lot for the culture, if you think about it. A lot. For yeah. years, like since his childhood. Like, Nick Cannon <laughs> has damn near been around since we've been children. Yeah. Like, Wild and Out was... And even Elementary? prior to that, and Nickelodeon, cool, like, yeah, Nickelodeon he, he was that? Nickelodeon before that, and mm-hmm. all that. He was been he's been around in this industry for a long time. He's got the money, mm-hmm. but um, it's more so just about gaining the understanding and the sensitivity, and knowing that you may have said something wrong that hurt people. And you, it's not wrong for you to want to go out and apologize. And if people are going to be mad at you for apologizing, then let them be mad. They're going to be bitter. So what? At the end of the day, it's not their lives. You have to realize that this is a man. Nick Cannon is a man who has jobs on his, like, he has people on his payroll. You know, whenever he doesn't eat, 20 to 30 more people don't eat. Like, you know, Wild and Out was a was a source of income for a lot of up-and-coming comedians who find it hard mm-hmm. to break into the industry in general. He gave them that platform. He gave them that shine to be able to be like, you know what, go out there, showcase your talent. This is exposure, and you're on a huge network. And it's like to lose that all hurts. That's your baby. And it hurts double time whenever you know that not only did you lose that as being your baby, but all the people who you provided a platform now don't have that consistent basis of income that they did have. They don't have that opportunity for exposure that you were giving them. And now it's just like you feel you're hurting on so many other levels because you're not just hurting for you. You're hurting for everyone around you. So mm-hmm. it just, yeah, it doesn't sit well with me and my stomach, but I hope that things, you know, look up for Nick and he's able to actually go on and still be able to create a platform for your comedians to do their damn thing. Cause you know, mm-hmm. it's been hard out here for him. Um, I wanted to speak on the topic and the overarching point of black people and what it means for opportunity with us whenever we're given one by people who are not black people, so to speak, you know, or even sometimes by people who are black people, to be honest, um, whenever we're given opportunity and people say like, you know, oh, like, look at you, like, 
you're the prized Negro. You know, like, you know, you're someone who the whites love. Like, you know, you think of an Oprah. Like, oh my goodness, the whites love Oprah and the blacks love Oprah. Everybody loves Oprah. Like, you know, she's given a big platform on network television, prime time to run her own TV show for 30 plus years. And you have to keep in our good graces and don't step too much out of line. Don't step too much into your blackness now. Don't forget, but don't shy away from it. We, we like that about you, but we also want you to make sure that you stay in your lane with us because we can take this all away from you in one sitting. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get you guys' reaction, not reaction, but just thoughts on that idea of white people, in a sense, giving us a platform and us being grateful for it, but then also us having to tone down whatever it is that we feel or our blackness due to the quote-unquote what's going to come ahead of it or what may come from it. Mm. <sighs> um, yeah, I just feel like that's just one of the hard thing one of the many hard parts of navigating life as a black person you know what I mean it's kind of like knowing that always in the back of your mind that like they like me now because I'm doing good by them you know by these people who don't look like me or sometimes like you said sometimes people that look just like me I'm doing good by them so like they support me and they think highly of me but like the moment you slip up like that's it's it for you it's over your career can be gone like you know just like that and so it is hard to constantly have to be you know on your p's and q's and crossing your t's and dotting your i's and making sure that you're picking up the right fork and crossing your legs and everything like that because like the second that you mess up no matter how long you've been doing this even if you've never even if you've been doing this like 30 years and you've never had a mess up before in your whole entire career, the second it happens, like, you know that that is basically like 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 a, you know, flip of a switch. Your career is either going to survive mm-hmm. it or it's not. Yeah. And oftentimes it doesn't if you're a black person. So Especially, it's, it's so much harder to get back in those quote-unquote good graces. Exactly. Versus if you're a white person who fucks up and it's like, it's okay, we all fuck up. Like, you're still going to keep your job. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have mm-hmm. opportunity. Like, you know. Right. Because Viacom owns so many freaking so channels. Many. I, you know, like, uh, I'm sure there have been plenty of times on numerous shows that they've had all, across all their different channels where, you know, someone in them has said something, you know, someone of influence in them in these shows has said something offensive mm-hmm. or you know maybe said some kind of slur or just you know really said something like i said offensive yeah and they didn't get that treatment but this man is getting that treatment and i understand like now like right now in this time like people have been so like extra 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 social justice warriors and so yeah. it's like at anything they're like striking SJW. it down striking it down because i'm i'm no you can't do that now the time with the times that we're living in you can't do this you can't do that so just like striking you down at every point and it's like well you got to give people the chance to to grow and learn from things as he's doing 
And as you know, and he, he he apologized, and he's and now he's doing the work, and he's showing y'all that he's doing the work. So I, you know, mm-hmm. got to be patient with folk, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, and that was my gust of wind segment. Woo. Um, we have one more segment, the underarm umbrella. So, Frenchie, would you like to take it away for us? Sorry, I yawned. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm ready. So, for underarm umbrella, the topic today is this little scenario that I've seen. Um, basically, in this scenario. Um, this, this couple is about to get married and, um, you know, like the person gets down on one knee and they're proposing to their partner and they're like, you know, like, like they open up a box and the box is like a note that says, you know, like, will you marry me? You know, I, I went and paid off, you know, all $70,000 worth every student loan debt instead of getting you a ring you know will you marry me and their partner is kind of like oh you know thank you you know thanks them for doing that very nice thing and paying off their student loan debt and it's like thanks but um (laughs) I still kind of need you to get me a ring so is this person you know like are they being ungrateful are they being reasonable smart dumb like what would you do um, would you react this way I know if I got $70,000 of student loan debt and you pay that shit off what's the ring you know the ring can come later I do I do I will say I do expect a ring like you know I don't want to just go my whole entire life not having a ring and be like yeah, but you know what I got this note baby <laughs> like you know <laughs> But I would say, like, if you pay off $70,000 of all of my student loan debt, 10 times out of 10, hmm, I never thought about this, but maybe I might just buy my own ring. I mean, only because, like, $70,000 is a lot of money. And all the money that I've been putting towards my loans, I could now put towards something that I actually might want, like, for myself. So I might, you know use that money that you know you may pour in monthly into your loans pour it in monthly into your little ring account like you know i'm gonna make myself <laughs> a ring account and just buy my own ring or like whatever ring i want to buy i'm not sure how they would feel about that they may be like a little like oh i had to buy my own ring but i mean it in 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 defense i paid off seventy thousand dollars <laughs> like you know and i doubt that your ring is gonna be seventy thousand dollars. i mean unless you know that's how you're trying to push it but mm-hmm. like I, you know, I doubt anybody would have anything to say to be like I bought my own ring and be like, oh, okay, you bought your own ring. That's weird. Yeah, but my my husband also paid off all seventy thousand dollars of my student loan debt. I'd be like, oh, bitch, whatever. <laughs> like, oh, okay, God. then do your damn thing. But yeah, mm-hmm. I would want a ring, but I also wouldn't necessarily make the person feel obligated for it to. I would no longer make them feel obligated for them to like. Okay, you did that now save up your money and buy me one. Like, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put that responsibility on them. I just be like, you know what? I, I like that. I really don't need a ring from you. You've already done so much to help me out in debt. Like I do want a ring, but to be honest, I'm gonna find one and just like 
cop that for myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts. I don't know what y'all think. Uh, Nika? I have no idea. <laughs> this is a weird question. I'm actually still thinking because I literally like I have no idea. This is the weirdest question. It is. Yeah, it's a weird it scenario. Is. Yeah, it is. I um I feel like this person is being very reasonable. Uh, I feel like that is great. Like, holy crap, thank you so much for paying off all my student loan debt. Like, that's fire. Thank you. You just got me out of debt. That's great. I don't have to think about that anymore for the rest of my life. That's awesome. Thank you. But (laughs) I do feel like, I feel like the ring kind of signifies, like, I'm I'm financially ready to, like, (laughs) take on life with you as a yeah. life and all this kind of stuff so I, <laughs> even though you just showed me like you paid off too. What's no, because is yours. once your debt becomes our debt I paid our debt but te- I mean that's true but it's not even a bad debt <laughs> true you know it's not like it's a bad thing to have like on your credit or something like that I mean mm-hmm. I guess you did get me out of debt but I mean did I ask you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not did I ask you, but I mean, it's just kind of like, I mean, I need, I'm, I'm going to need both. Because then if you come to me and then it's like, will you marry me? I just paid off the $70,000 worth of your student loan debt. I don't have a ring. I'm like, okay, so you spent all of the money that you did have on paying off my debt. So you're not ready to get married. You don't have a ring. You're not ready. <laughs> That's how I let them know. Let them know. You're not ready. You're just not yeah, ready. You're not ready. Like you must not be. Like all the money that you had, or you know, or just like all this money you were saving up and all that. Like that just got put into my debt, clearing up my debt. Which thank you, but you're almost like what is the show for it? <laughs> yeah. Now, now it's just kind of like okay. Now you want me to be your wife, but I don't. Like I, I need like that I need that like physical thing that I can look at and see that says like okay yeah this person like they're they're ready to you know mm-hmm. get married I, get I don't, don't want to be like okay we 70k down now and now we're gonna have to scrape and what not to have a wedding and to get a ring and Oh, no, I don't want to buy my own ring. <laughs> I don't know. Like that, that's really how I'm gonna look at it. If he get down and there ain't nothing in that box but a piece of paper. Oh, come on, <laughs> let him know. Be real, okay? Be real. Mm-hmm. Oh well, mm-hmm. with that, Nika. <laughs> um, I kind of see both of y'all sides, but also I agree with Frenchie. Like, if there's a paper in a box, I'm gonna be like, uh. What's going on? I guess I'm not getting proposed to. (laughs) (laughs) There's no ring in there. What's happening? And also, I think it'll be cute if that was like a birthday present type gift. Like you paid off my debt. Right. That's cute. And like that would be cute. But like for the engagement, like actually, you know, do the engagement thing, you know, you know, 
with a ring. So, yeah. And also, I feel like my man's going to be <clears throat> wealthy, like how I'm going to be wealthy. So, Speak it. that's going to be pocket change for him. So, he would definitely not be worrying about no 60K because that's going to be like whatever. a penny. and i'll probably already have my shit paid off by myself so he'll probably just give me 60k oh she said just give it to me baby give it to me babe i want a ring but it's 60k but paying off that for like as a birthday present just be like here you don't have to stress about this no more babe or whatever i think that's a cute birthday present and I don't agree. <laughs> I'm agree. I agree. And um, yeah, any last uh statements, comments? Mm-hmm. No, I think I made my point. Well, Wow, what a great episode this was. Y'all have no idea how hard it was <laughs> yes, to get through it's this so episode. It's been so we hard. We had to start, we stopped, we got through halfway, then Mike stopped working. Uh, <laughs> just people started getting dropped out of Y'all don't know the magic I'm doing this. I mean, this it's this so is annoying. Like, what, this is time. This is like time number five or something like that. It's ridiculous. To, like, restart and, but we made it. We did it. And we can finally go to bed. <laughs> yes, it is but we also, in the morning. Right. So we're also morning. excited to come back to y'all in studio once Frenchie's out of school. Uh, yes. Just yes. because it makes things a lot easier. <laughs> and yes. we finish so much quicker whenever we're in person. Just because we come, we sit, we talk, and then bam. It's just uh-huh. like, uh... But exactly. yes, until then, everybody, okay. please stay safe out there. COVID is still yes. real, okay? Very, 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 very real. So yes, stay safe. Wear your mask. Keep hand sanitizer with you. Make sure you're always washing your hands. Um, if you feeling look, <coughs> you know, Ew. go ahead and get that thing shoved down your throat. I mean, down your nose, which goes down your throat. So they can make sure you don't have COVID. Okay. Um, yeah, stay safe out there. We will see y'all next week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast and send us an email at the Black Umbrella PC at gmail.com. Let us know what you want to hear next week, what you said about this week, and also what you want to hear us talk about under the uh, under our umbrella segment. So uh, we'll talk to y'all next week. We love y'all. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.